Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yup! Fantasy, best friends forever. Hour number two. Fantasy, best friends forever. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, level two. Oh, it's got, that worked out great. Alongside Frank <laughs> Stample and Greg Sussman, we are joined by the Kaloza. Chris Venture, how you feeling, Chris? What's up? What's up? I'm just, feeling good. I just sleep last night. Good. Good. Friday. Very well. I had a draft last night again. I almost forgot about so it. So here's the issue. Most people, mm-hmm. they sleep really well on the weekends. They come in Monday and they're like, all right, I, I slept great. I'm kind of refreshed. You don't. No. That's part of the issue, I think. I stay up real late on the weekend. Yeah. That's kind of the issue, I think. Yeah? I think you kind of found the crux of your sleeping problem. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You throw yourself off, stay, stay up late on the weekends, and no, then you got to try and find some way to get catch sleep up. on the weekdays. You wake up early, obviously, you're in here making graphics mm-hmm. early on. My theory is that if I don't sleep a lot during the weekend, that I'll be tired and go to sleep early on the weekday. It doesn't usually work out like that, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's time to change the theory. <laughs> new, uh, need a new formula. Enough for success here. Venture, I actually got a question uh, in the chat that wanted me to ask how you're doing. Make sure that you're okay. Because in the draft that people participated with you last, last night, night yep. they said you didn't take Ozzy Albies. So oh, I want to make yeah. sure that you're okay. They, 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 everybody was expecting me to grab Ozzy Albies at this one point. And I said, ah, I don't really need him. I had Jose Ramirez. I didn't really need Ozzy Albies. I needed pitching, so I went pitching. I went for a closer. Who you Ozzy Albies? Uh, I think I took Roberto Osuna, something like that. Okay, get a closer. Get a closer. A closer. Roto, that. Closer. This is a roto. Closer needs his closer. Closer gets a closer. I need a closer. Yeah, uh, it's a roto. a roto draft. How about that? It's my first roto, roto draft, draft last night. In years, years for you. Yeah, it was fun. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, buddy. And it was simple. You know, simple. Uh, you know, stats that you need. You to were find. competing against. Jim Day was in this draft. Jim Day was in this draft. We had the the mailman who Ron Cafferty is the yeah Ron Cafferty is the commissioner. So shout out to him. He did a good job. And it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. Went quick, yes. relatively. Very you know? nice. And I think I did all right. Sure. So that's it. Wow. I, had a, I had a home league draft last night as well. Competing against our, our own Michael Florio. The one with your father in it. Yes, my dad is in it. Oh, actually, I can read you some of my dad's players. Is that, while he's drafting, I'm thinking, Ventra would love this team. Oh, yeah. Ventra would love this team. <laughs> See what he, actually, we debated yesterday what should my dad do. He ended up taking Mike Trout, actually. He took Mike Trout first overall. In the, at the 2 3 like turn, it. he had to take pitching because yep. he doesn't have his fourth and fifth round picks because he has keepers. Mm-hmm. So, who'd he get? He ended up, he got Strasburg and Berrios. Mind you, I'm cool it's with a keeper it. league. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of pitchers were already taken. They were already kept. So, mm-hmm. that's not bad, though. Second, third in this draft is more like the fourth, fifth. So, he ends up with Strasburg and Berrios. I like that. But he also, he got Josh worked, Bell. Worked out okay. Mm-hmm. He got Josh Bell. That's, That's my boy. Guy. Yep. He got. Speaking of your dad, by the way. What's up? Coming in the studio next week. 
coming in studio with that. Tuesday. How about, Tuesday. How about that? Tuesday for a Money. season predictions. Right, we can do some season predictions Tuesday. Oh, teams! Hey. Oh, I like that. We're gonna do some, do some team over under. We're gonna do some team over unders with him and awards with him. That's fun. I like that. I, I'd shot. like to do that. Of course, pick some teams who to win division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. We'll do all of it. Actually, last year I predicted correctly Jacob Degrom would win the NL Cy Young. You did. You did. I also predicted Gary Sanchez would win the AL MVP. I did, did not. not. <laughs> I, think, I, picked Aaron, I picked Aaron Judge to win the MVP. There's your uh, law of averages. Yeah, yeah. Get one right. Get one really wrong. That's a tough one. I'll tell you what, Florio picked Blake Snow in the Cy Young. Wow. Did he actually? Yes. So I'm going to go with my guy. Nah. All right. So look at that. Florio and I uh, paired up to predict both Cy Youngs. Now you have to get something right this year. Greg. I'll try. So my la- last year I picked Aaron Judge as the MVP. Well, here's going Luis Severino as the Cy Young. Yeah. And Glaber Torres as the rookie of the year. <laughs> well, hey, go, that right? wasn't bad, though. Maybe I mean, those guys should, uh, all did. Yeah. Maybe you should go back to the Yankee well again this year. See what <laughs> probably happens. Probably Yankees. I probably AL MVP, Giancarlo Stain. AL Cy Young, James Paxton. Who did win AL Rookie of the Year last year? That would be Shohei Otani. Otani. He beat out Miguel Andujar. Andujar. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I continue on with your dad's oh, job. My dad also uh, drafted Joey Lucchese. That was another one. I'm like, oh, Ventures going. Yeah, no. Where'd he get him late, probably, right? Uh, he got him as five. That's awesome. I guess. In the, in the, in the middle rounds. I got around him real late last night. Yeah, I got him like the 19th round last night. So, nobody was on. Listen to the show. He ended up with Matt Strom and Domingo Santana. That's there good. you go. So, do you in like minor league spot? He got Austin Hayes. Who do you like better? His team or your team? I, I, I love my team. Mm. You love your team. I love my team. Have you ever said, I, I don't Sh- like my team? I took Shane oh, Bieber last night. <laughs> Shane Bieber last night, very early. But the pitching staff. I'm cool with that. I got Eduardo Rodriguez as well. I can't wait for Bieber to bomb. I love Bieber. I can't wait to turn <laughs> so Don't do that. Don't say that. I had no shares. I got, a Greg, so I I got a Greg guy. I got Wade Miley on the bench. I love how Wade Miley's the Greg guy. That's your guy. That's your, I also, Wade Miley and Wilmer Flores are my guys. <laughs> those are your guys, are they not? Come on. Absolutely. I would say Murphy is one of his guys. Oh, yeah, Murphy's also. one of my guys. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, I got Murphy on this team, too. I got Gregory Polanco very late. Keeper draft. Look at that. Look Stash at that. him on the injured list. Stash He's him. He's eligible to, to get on there. The one, <laughs> the one takeaway from the team that I don't really like, I played third base chicken. And lost. I love it. I love it. I got Michael Franco as my starting third base. Ooh. Ooh. Don't love it. I don't love well, it. I thought I can't was, love he it. was not in the tier that we that we said our third baseman are in. No. So what happened <laughs> was I was debating Mustakis and Chapman in the sixth round keeper draft. Sure. Honestly. I would have took so Chapman. I was debating both of them. So you know what I said? I'll take whoever comes back to me. Oh. Either one came back. Well, nope. four, and, and, I took and, David Dahl. I took David Dahl there. And you had third pick. So it was like, all right, don't want to come. Which way was it going? It was, it was going the short way. So that's oh. why I was like, oh, you know. Oh, I got this. I yeah. Oh, I would have done, done, done the same thing. I took David Dahl. And he, I, I got him as my third outfielder. So I said, all right, let me see if I can get one of these third basemen. That's, actually, that's actually surprising that, that neither of them came back to you. That's not, that's sucks. Yeah. yeah. Your dad, did your dad take one of them? <laughs> yes, he took Michael Stockton. <laughs> this is the show. I like that. This is the show. Moose. You did a good job, sounds like. Greg, you won a lunch bet. We were talking about it during the break. I did. I won a lunch bet. news. Pete Alonzo will start on the opening day roster for the New York Mets. You got it. I got it. Nice. Greg. You got a lunch bet for me. Let's go, Mets. (laughs) Greggy. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) that song. Um, Pete Alonzo is going to start on the opening day roster. I'll move him up my rankings. Starting on the opening day roster, that means he's got to start, I would say, at first base. There's no reason to have him on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Dominic Smith is having a big spring and 
look, maybe he hasn't had a fair shake, but Pete Alonso's crushing it in the spring. Right. I think he has 30 home run upside. The thing I worry about with Pete Alonso is where's the batting average going to settle in at? Because it was very good in Double A last year when he went up to Triple A. It came down, the strikeouts went up. I think he'll, you know, he'll probably be around like a 25% strikeout rate guy. Hits the ball very hard, so he might be able to overcome that. The difference is if he, if he's a two. 30 hitter versus being a 260 hitter. Because I can see both outcomes from Pete Alonzo. A guy who's going to, I expect to strike out about a quarter of the time. Probably so. But I'm excited about it. What do you think he would settle in? You think he's closer to 230 or closer to a 260? He's closer to 260. Yeah. I mean, I'm Peter Alonzo. You're optimistic. Pete Alonzo, excuse me. I don't want to. Pete. He doesn't like Peter. (laughs) Where are you at on Pete Alonzo, Venture? I like him a lot. And I think that uh, the average, maybe the first year isn't going to be what you want. But I think the power will be there, so you'll be okay with it. Where are you getting him? Spring, I think he hit like a 450-foot home run two weekends yeah. ago against the Red Sox. The power is real. Still draw. thinking about it. He's got mm-hmm. six home runs on the spring already, I believe. Mm-hmm. I guess five. I mean, that's tops. Yeah. I mean, he's crushing it in the spring. So I just think he's going to go through slumps. You're going to get your fair share yeah, of slumps. Especially as a rookie, you know. Yeah. First exposure to, uh, to major league pitching. That's why I worry a little bit more about the batting average. Who would you guys rather have? The Battle of New York. Luke Voigt or Pete Alonzo? Mm. He's very close. I think it's very close. I'll take... Mm. I would take Alonzo. I kind of want Alonzo, too. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll stick with Luke Voigt. I was in that situation last night. Greg Bird now. I think Luke Voigt's playing time is going to be pretty good. That's what I was thinking, too. Last night, I was, I was thinking between Voigt and uh, Alonzo at one point. They were lingering on the board for a long time. And I was like, which one do I want, though? End up with either? Neither. <laughs> so I just continued to pass on them over Bell? and over again. You're yeah. like, oh, I'll get them later on. <laughs> Never happened. I just kept passing until I got Bell later. Got much Bell later, yeah. Right. yeah. I ended up with Justin Smoke as my corner last year. Not bad. And CJ Crone in like the utility. Smoke. You guys know I love CJ Let's go Twins. Why do you like CJ Crone? Scope, my middle infielder as well. Why do you like CJ Crone? He had 30 home runs last year, man. I think that goes under the radar. People might worry about the playing time for CJ Crone because they signed Marwin Gonzalez. But remember... Gelson O's out for the first month of the season. So mm-hmm. Marwin Gonzalez can play third base. Plus, he can move around. If you want to give someone else a day off, you give Scope a day off here, you can play Marwin at second. You could give Marwin Gonzalez a day in the outfield. All right, maybe CJ Crone, you know, doesn't play one game out of the week because they put Marwin Gonzalez at first base. Mm-hmm. I still think CJ Crone's going to play the majority of the time. He made gains last year. He hit 30 home runs. Yeah. He flies under the radar. And, I, and I'm very bullish on this tw- twin lineup. If he's hitting in the middle of this lineup... I mean, he might have the opportunity to drive in 85, 90 runs this year, hit 30 bombs. So Maybe more, but it all depends on yeah, his, yeah. I like CJ his batting He's a perfect corner infielder. Here's the problem with him, right? His one thing that everybody likes and why he's in the majors is his power, right? Everything else, though, is a problem. 253 last year wasn't bad, he's but I'm expecting... But, but like other power hitters, he's not going to completely sink your batting average. Like, he'll hit 250, 260. So he did last year. Sink you. Last year, 253, but I think that's going down. I don't think he's going to be a career over 250 hitter. I think he's more but along the lines of 240. Point in his career, he's a 260 hitter for his career. And that's, that's over 2,000 plate appearances. What is something crazy that Red River It's a, it's a big sample size. What is something mm-hmm. crazy that Red River had blues, by the way? Going back to Luke Voigt for a second. What? You guys, you <laughs> went, right, you went, I wanted to finish the Chrome thing. Yankee update with Greg you went, away from, you went away from Luke Voigt before I was ready, so I was trying to cut it in here. Okay. What do you got, Greg? <laughs> Luke well, Voigt. What's, what's going on in the Yankees beat? There's a very good chance Luke Voigt's the all-star starter at first base in the American League. Very good chance. Very good chance? Yeah. Let's the think American about it. American League all-star First baseman. Mm-hmm. 
in the American League. No, it's not a good chance. Why not? Are you serious? What about Jose Abreu? Oh, no. What about you got Abreu? You Abreu's great, dude. Right. So. You have... Um, a lot of the other ones are National League. Yeah. Freddie Freeman, Goldsmith, right. Rizzo, Hoskins, Bellinger. Probably going to play out. Daniel Murphy, Joey Votto. That's true. It could have been Matt Olson, but now I don't know what's going on with Matt Olson. Correct. Jesus Aguilar, Matt uh-huh. Carpenter. All right, Greg, he has a chance. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> you just named 20 National League first basemen. What was Jose Abreu, I have ranked significantly All right, higher so that's, than that's him. One. I do expect him to be much better. Sure, so that's one. One guy in front of him, you're telling me. It's pretty good. There's got to be I more. I have Edwin Encarnacion ranked over him as well, but he's more of a D. I would say Voight has a better chance than Edwin at this point. I think Edwin's on his way out. Act accordingly. Miguel Cabrera could be. Miguel Cabrera. I said. Miguel Cabrera. That's what I said. Miguel Cabrera. Uh, I still I like Void right. better. Oh, look, he I probably, as of now, has a second or third best chance. That's it? pretty good. That's a very good chance. Have a second or third best chance. That's a very good chance. That's a good call. I would still take Void over Peter. It's mine. It's River CJ <laughs> Crone. Do you, Do you like Crone or no? I like. I like. Yeah, I like Crone. He's fine. He's fine. He's a fine quarter so You fine know what made there. me like him even more? The fact that I have the support. From high stakes player from this past weekend, he got him everywhere. Carroll got him everywhere. Yes, he so obviously um, very respected player. You look like CJ Crone. You feel even better about it. We're forgetting two first basemen that's going to get in Voight's way: Matt Olson and Carl Santana. Possibly, Carl oh, Santana could he be might an all star if they voted based on points league scoring. <laughs> But everything else. Also remember his average average to jump up to sixty. So also remember <laughs> All Star fifty twenty five homers. He's just so boring. Yeah. Remember All Star game is in Cleveland this year, I believe. Just want to remind you of that. Mm-hmm. You also have Justin Smoke. Um, right. But Crone, here's the biggest problem: doesn't walk. No. When you're a power hitter, you need to walk. Yeah, I mean, especially look, a power hitter that doesn't hit for average. It doesn't matter to me in Roto for Roto. If he can hit two sixty with thirty home runs, that's fine. Especially where he's going. Give me that as my If he hits 260, then he's okay, yeah. Perfectly fine. You just got to hope that average doesn't dip to like 230. I don't think it will. I think we have enough sample size. from. I, like, he might be 250. I don't think it goes below 250. Okay. I think, I think CJ Crone's range of batting average is 250 to 270. I think it could go as high as 270. I'm going to say 240, 260, but it's okay. close enough. This year, it is in Cleveland, Greg. You were correct. That's what I thought, yeah. The All-Star Game logo is a guitar. Oh, let me, let's, um, cause, uh, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. Yeah. Let's take a phone call. 844-843-68799. You're interested in that, taking a phone call. Right? We're going to take the phone call from a guy, Steve in Massachusetts. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up guys? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So I, I did a draft, uh, right before the season started, like, like, uh, right before those, uh, the games on Wednesday and, uh, with all with all the news of, of all these guys like making the roster like Paddock and like Pete Alonzo, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on those guys because I, I have like like a couple extra bench spots. Like I have Ian Happ and I can even like uh drop him for like Pete Alonzo and I could even like get like Paddock once uh Carlos uh, Martinez has to go on the I L spot. And then I have another question about like uh, a future guy that could be coming back who's on the I L right now. But I wanted to get your thoughts on those guys first. Okay, so Paddock is a free agent in your league. Uh, if I'm deciding between Paddock and Pete Alonzo, I would drop Ian Happ for either of them right now. Mm-hmm. I would definitely pick up Paddock first. I would wait until uh, Carlos Martinez goes in the IL and then try and pick up Pete Alonzo. To me, I, agree. I would put more of a priority on Paddock over Alonzo. No question about it. Well, it depends on your roster, too, no? No. 
You don't think I mean, so? I would just rather have the upside starting pitcher rather than the upside first baseman. There's a lot of upside first baseman that you could get. We just talked about CJ Crone that could ultimately maybe do what Peter Alonso could do. Chris Paddock as an upside pitcher really excites me more. Yeah, in San Diego. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty close with both of them, though. Like, it, it depends. You're right dropping Ian Happ for either one, though? Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. What else do you have, Steve? Happ Anything worries else? me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Nelson, uh, are you guys big on him when he comes back? Because he's looking pretty good in spring right now. And I just wanted to know if, if I should stash him because he's maybe he has, like, the upside of, like, all the other uh, Brewers pitchers because he had that breakout season, and then I know he had, like, that Tommy John, and he was trying to push, like, to come back last year, and it didn't work out. But should I, like, uh, try to stash him and see if I can get uh, anything out of him? Yeah, so we actually spoke about Jimmy Nelson in the first hour today and yesterday's show as well. I'll go as far as to say this, Greg. I'd rather stash Jimmy Nelson than Carlos Martinez. Yes. So I'm just tasting, stashing one of them on the IL. Well, it's just one's Carlos that Martinez, one. You don't even know if he's going to be in the rotation when right. he gets back. He might I, be in the bullpen. But that means he might be a closer. You never know. Maybe. Yeah. I do like the prospects Jimmy of Martinez Nelson's being upside, a closer. Man. I, I look, I'm just, I'm falling. I, I'm in love with you. <laughs> He's in love with Jimmy. Hey, hey guys, I could also I could also drop uh, Tyler Glassnell too. Yeah, Glassnell. Drop Glassnell. Yeah, for drop Glassnell for Paddock too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Steve, we appreciate the call, buddy. Well, when we come back, more with Venture. We got our lottery for our staff league coming up in a little bit as well. Stick around. More on the way next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. Game time decisions. Play the stuff by conference, and we saw St. John's were overwhelmed. I don't know, and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Big East basketball is terrible, but I think it's that damn Big East tournament behind me at MSG. It takes too much out of these guys. It's too, like, the Big East is, like, important. Because it's in the garden. Like, I'm telling you, man, these teams were deflated in battle. And you saw Seton Hall. They played it on the freaking line trying to win and beat Villanova on Saturday. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. This was always good as was last night. Never got my CCR, Bavona. 
Got no full grenade. I request it. Five bucks. What did you say? Be five bucks if you can tune the song. I don't know every word of the song. <laughs> tough one. I tried, it's tough. I tried doing it last night, and I, I couldn't do it. Most people can't. Harriet Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, North Pacific, South Pacific, Joe DiMaggio. You know the words. Wow. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Right. Oh, it was Joe DiMaggio. That's the end of that. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> so yesterday, Chris and I had a conversation with Frank about Jimmy Nelson, where Frank slobbered over him. Then for the first hour, I had to sit and listen to Frank slobber <laughs> over Jimmy Nelson. <laughs> I mean, I, and then I Nick, probably wouldn't use that word. And then Nick Pollock was was not slobbering as much, but slight slobber, I think. Is oh, it, yeah, he was interested. He was interested. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a full-on slobber like Frank was. Mm-hmm. And Is this my version of you being slimy? And Chris, yeah. I think we spent most of yesterday together on the same side saying, listen, this guy is hurt. Yeah. He's not going to come back and just be the same guy he was in 2017. Hasn't pitched in a year and a half. Hasn't pitched in a year and a half. That give me a guy that, that, that's healthy right now. I cannot guarantee that Jimmy Nelson's going to just be Jimmy Nelson. Right. And we need to see him get back on the mound, right? Mm-hmm. We definitely did that. Yeah. So uh, that, that was you and I, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Frank was like, oh, yeah, I'm not, be fun. Oh, I like this guy. Still better than Drew Pomerantz. <laughs> is he? How do you know he's going to pitch this year? <laughs> How do you know how many stars Drew Pomerantz is going to give you before he gets hurt? You know what I do he's know? He's always hurt, too. No, 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 no. He is always hurt. I know that one guy's currently healthy and in the rotation. I know one guy... healthy and in the rotation doesn't mean that he's going to not hurt you more than he's going to help you. But he's healthy what, right wait, now. Wait, 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 What is Jimmy Nelson? What's going on with Jimmy Nelson, Frank? Why don't you give our listeners and the viewers news. the update? Well, Jimmy Nelson's doing just fine. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Nelson is dealing with elbow soreness. We just got this before the break, so... Uh, during the break. So I know I told uh, Steve and Massachusetts to go pick up Jimmy Nelson... Don't do that now. It's a little bit more pessimistic now. Uh, This is from uh, Tom Hodricourt. Brewers right-hand pitcher Jimmy Nelson has some elbow soreness after Thursday outing. We'll back off a bit, but not considered serious, Greg. So we'll be all right here. So this is the wait, 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 Not considered serious. So this is the first. This is the first time that Frank's ever heard of an elbow injury and been and been not worried. Yeah, been not worried. We started off the week t- uh, talking about how it, if I was choosing between Fulton Evich, Severino, and Kershaw, I would take Fulton. Because He's Dr. A said to. Dr. A said to I do said that. that on Monday before we even talked to Dr. I think a. it was Tuesday. Either way, we talked to Dr. A yesterday. All right. Plus, you're taking Fulton because of the value. Though. Correct. Also. You're not taking it because you think he's the best. Yeah. You're taking the value. Taking the value. Correct. Jimmy Nelson's a great value. And will continue to be because he's only going to slide down draft boards even more. He's going to be the last pick of the draft. He should slide down he draft. He off the year in the minors, in, in, the, in the IL, whatever it is. You're right, stash him. I can't trust Maybe that. Maybe not a 12-teamer, but anything deeper than that. 15-team, Roto Leagues, for sure. I have shares of Jimmy Nelson. I'm holding on. I haven't made a main event. Enjoy. I mean, if you could stick him in your IL, sure. But, I mean, I don't know. He, uh, he may not come back. His first couple same of starts player. back, of course he's going to feel a little something. He'll be all right. He's already got an issue. The problem. You know what? Has an issue already. Rich Hill. How about you call Florio and kill him? And we knew that was going to happen too. Wasn't Florio supposed to be on the show today? <laughs> Next week. Oh, okay. You. His mom is in town. His mom. That's very nice. I thought he was coming back. I thought he was coming to visit us. What happened to that? Probably not. <laughs> That's why. Would He's you? big time. He doesn't need to come. I mean, to, to be fair. You, to be fair, if you're in LA, like, why, why are you coming here? Yeah. Well, if you're a real Mets fan, maybe you would come for the season opener. He usually does. Because he lived in Queens. <laughs> a little bit different now. 
He'll yeah. go to games. A little bit harder. I saw him when, uh, when they play the Dodgers. He will. Mm-hmm. In our in our home league draft chat last night, he uh, was talking to a buddy that we have that lives in Arizona. He said, "Quote, come out here next weekend so we can watch Rich Hill pitch against the Diamondbacks." I guess that won't be happening, Mike. That, that, yeah. pr- that probably will not be happening. <laughs> now. it doesn't. It doesn't seem that way. Gosh, I never draft. Well, this is exactly why, though, because of injuries. And this is the same thing with Jimmy Nelson. And this is what I told him when he called in. I said, just wait for someone in your league to drop Rich Hill. Don't even draft him. You did say that. Because it happens every year. He gets hurt early on in the season. He sucks every year in April and May. And then he's awesome in the second half. Just wait for someone to drop him and then pick him up. Does he suck early? He got dropped in our 15-team league last year. And we picked him up. At that point, sure, I'll reap the rewards of Rich Hill. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use draft capital to take him in the 10th round of a draft. Like, no, 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 no. He fell real far in last night's draft. I'll tell you that. I skipped him many times. Did I, you end up with him? I, no. want, I wanted him in my draft on Tuesday. I didn't get him. I no. wanted him. I didn't like want... Foul. This is before news of injury. Though. Oh, of course, obviously. Yeah. Um, speaking of injuries, another guy that Frank likes is injured. Snowing Marte was scratched with lower back discomfort. We talked about that a little bit yesterday on the show. Yeah, we'll give him the next week off. He'll be fine. <laughs> Have you ever heard this much injury <laughs> optimism from this kid? <laughs> Herschel? A back worries him. me. Stalling Marte? Hey, Luis Severino, dead. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is how he thinks. <laughs> it doesn't look very good for Severino. <laughs> Supposedly, by the way, the rumor um, that I read that my um, friend texted me in regards to Matt Olsen was hamate bone. That's what people are nervous about. Oh, no. Hamate bone. Now, I haven't seen that would be very bad. That's what Stanton had a couple of years ago. So again, I haven't seen that. I have not seen that anywhere, so I have not been able to corroborate that corroborate that. Uh-huh. Corroborate. Whatever. But that's the rumor. Hamate bone. Hopefully Greg, not. Greg, we have the starting rotation. What could that mean? Hamate bone. How long? Well, the hamate bone was if you, if you swing the bat weird, uh, you can break a bone in your hand. Right. Like if you accidentally so how long would you be out way? Rumor is six to eight. Okay. Stanton had this a couple of years ago. I don't remember. That that sounds like an accurate Timetable, but man, that would uh, that would absolutely crush people. Yeah, draft medals. I mean, we have him, Greg. In the league, so Frank, I, Frank, I know. Yeah, but we, you know, we also have your guy Marlon Gonzalez. So he can play. And Wilmer Flores. We have Robinson Cano in Yahoo has first base eligibility. Does he? He does. Crazy, crazy. So we we'll, we'll figure it out. But you know, if he does miss time, who's the biggest uh, beneficiary there? Chad Pinder, play every day for sure. Mark Canna. <laughs> man, I'm talking about like AL only. Yeah. Yeah, Probably Mark Hanna, I would think. Probably Mark Hanna, yeah. Greg, I got some news here. Uh, the starting rotation for the, for the Dodgers opening series has been confirmed. It will be Jinjin Ryu, Stripling, Maeda, and Bueller in that order. So Walker Bueller will be going the first time through here in the rotation. Which is kind of what we thought when, first, we, when the we reread. The starting pitcher for the Dodgers. When we reread like, the text and reread the kind of information there, it was kind of what we thought, right? Well, it was either going to be towards the end of the, the first time through or he'll join them the second time through. But... It, He's gonna Given the injuries, they're like, all right, we need you now. Yeah, so they have Walker Bueller. And uh, another note, Nick Senzel has been reassigned to minor league. Nick Senzel going to the minor leagues, not starting the season in the majors, uh, which is good for you if you just any of these outfielders in Cincinnati, you Jesse Winker fans out there. It's a good thing for you. Do you think Winker's the odd man out? Not necessarily. I think Shebler is. He's had a bad spring, which is the only thing that worries me because I think those are the players where you actually do have to pay attention to the spring because obviously there's position battles. Yeah. There's so many players for the Cincinnati Reds in the outfield. From Scott Debler to Camp, uh, Winker, Senzel, mm-hmm. Weig, obviously. Mm-hmm. So 
those are the guys that you have to pay attention to. Uh, Jesse Winker has not had a good spring. Um, I would mm-hmm. be lying if I said it doesn't worry me at all because it kind of does. Yeah. Um, I have him in a few locations, but they they seem very excited about him. Yeah. Manager David Bell came out early in uh, early in camp and said we want Jesse Winker to get 500 at bats. Oh, really? I thought he might platoon because he's a lefty, and then you got Kemp as a righty, maybe platoon them. So I think you it's can't like- play Kemp at center though. That's the thing. Well, you're not going to play Winker, Winker at, center. at center either. Yeah. So the my my thought process is like. Senzel's just going to take playing time away from everybody. Like, outside of Capri- Mostly Shebler. I think Shebler will start in center yeah. until, and, until Senzel's up. And, that, right. and that's what you've said. And maybe they just want Senzel to get more experience at the center field position because he's been infielder his entire career. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that just having one of these outfielders gone only helps a guy like Winker, only helps Scotty Shebler, helps everybody. Because right. he's not there right now. That's all. But, it, I mean, it hurts for people who invest in Senzel. I've sent sure, out in a lot of but he shouldn't But he shouldn't be gone for a while. Right. Couple, yeah. three weeks? I don't know if he's a three-week guy. I don't want to guarantee that. No? It's not for sure because I know the first date that you can get called up is April 12th, April 13th, around that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the Bench with Bubba podcast. He had James Anderson of Rotowire on, and I was listening to that on the way in today, Greg, and apparently they were talking about well, Senzo could just come up whenever he's first eligible, April 12th. But that game is actually a Mexico series. That's not happening. So they're not going to call Nick Senzel up to a Mexico series. Mm-hmm. So maybe slightly after that, you know, April 15th. That'd be 16th, great. Something like that. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Senzel, so. I just hope it doesn't linger for a while, and then all of a sudden he's not up till May. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would stink. Yeah, and he's actually climbing up draft boards a little bit. Too. Yeah. People are excited about him, but he's had a lot of injury issues over the past couple of years. I'm not as excited as everyone else on Senzel this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, prove it to me this year, stay healthy, I'll be in on you next year. Yeah. And every, like, you know, if, if everything works out, then he'll be drafted as a, like a top 60, 70 player. I think he's prepared for the majors, though. You I know what I mean? Doing it. I know. how I feel about it. And I, but I also love the multiple position eligibility in a lot of leagues. So that to get a late-round guy like that who could also be a stud is great. You know, because he could fill in a lot of spots. Outfield, second base, shortstop. He has those eligibilities on Yahoo. So that's a great pick in the late rounds. That's why you want to see him come up and see what he could do. Right, you're a little bit more optimistic than me on Senzel, right? Yeah, I like Senzel a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, I like Senzel a lot. By the way, the Brewers have signed a reliever. I just saw this. And it is not Craig Kimbrell. It's Alex Wilson who they signed. So maybe they're not going to get a Kimbrell direction? Look, if Kimbrell wants as much money as he was talking about, he wanted a long-term deal. Now, at this point... Maybe he'll just take a one-year deal at a high AAV, if that's something they were offering. Let's say, you know, if, if the Brewers come in and they're like, we'll give you one year, $22 million, be our closer for this year. Maybe Kimbrell takes it. But if not, as of right now, if the season started today, Greg, Josh Hader is the closer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Also, starting today, Rodas Vizcaino, the closer in Atlanta. I know we're talking about splitting time with him and A.J. Minter. you got to remember, Minter hasn't pitched Minter's in three hurt. weeks. He's still hurt from, and Dave O'Brien tweeted this out, he's the Atlanta Beat reporter, that the force from his seatbelt strap hurt his shoulder after he was in a minor car wreck. And that's what has caused him to be out. That's upsetting. That's not great. Yeah, you can't really. So Vizcaino will, you know, have uh, an opportunity to really run away with his job. Vizcaino was dealing with a shoulder thing last year as well, right, Greg? Vizcaino was out for uh, a month a in the summer. He was out for a month or two in the summer, yeah. I feel like I read somewhere that the Braves are going to be a little cautious with him in terms of using back-to-back, him on back-to-back days. games. Yeah. So that might limit his, uh, 
his save upside as well. Yeah. Are you interested in, because of this, moving him up the board? I am yeah, not. I'm not really. Yeah. I'd move him up a little bit. A little bit? I'd move him up a Who'd little bit. Who would you rather bit. have right now, Greg? Vizcaino or Hunter Strickland? Hunter Strickland. We've seen Hunter Strickland. games already. Yeah. He's the closer for the Mariners. Yeah. Hunter Strickland easily. How about you? I'm on that Vizcaino team. Vizcaino or Strickland? Yeah, I like the security. Strickland. Strickland. You gotta ask Jim about that. You know? See if he's changed his tune. Greg, if, if I asked you who in this Braves bullpen, like if he can't go back-to-back days and A.J. Minter's not healthy, who is, who's here that's going to get save opportunities? Dan Winkler? I know some people were talking about him last year. Johnny Venters? Jesse Biddle? Feels like he's been a prospect forever. Craig Kimbrell? Oh. Find him. Mm-hmm. Kimbrell. By all indications, it doesn't seem like the Braves want to spend much money outside of what they did with Donaldson. So they're, they had an the opportunity to sign Dallas Keuchel. They're not jumping still, in on that. Still do. Craig Kimbrell. But it, it seems like you're not hearing a lot about that now. I don't think they want to spend that much money. Their payroll has gone down since last year, interestingly enough. I know, I know they said Donaldson. Yeah, they have a lot of young players in their lineup. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. Like, they because paid for Donaldson, but you made the, you made the playoff. Acuna is playing. But you made the playoffs. Your, your window is now, and your payroll's going down. It's a bad job by the Braves. I don't, I don't disagree. And go, maybe sign, will, go sign a Craig Kimbrough. Maybe you will about yeah. Dallas Keuchel. I don't think he's great. I think he's actually regressing a little bit here. They can use another veteran arm like that. You know, near the top of the rotation, you have yeah. a if you have a Tehran, Keichel, Gausman, and then you you mix it up. They with should Newcomb absolutely, yeah, Tucson or something like that. I know that they have a lot of arms, like uh, young arms. Uh, I know Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright. Yep, tearing it up in this. He looks good. Yeah, Max Fried's been good too. For the record. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. As of right now, uh, roster research has Max Fried in the bullpen. Yeah. Any chance he sees a save upgrade? No, 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 no. He'll be more of a long reliever, right. uh, potential starter if someone goes down. I think the next man up would be Dan Winkler. Probably so. I think we, we have heard Craig Kimbrell rumored back to Atlanta at one point, before, like way before the Milwaukee stuff came out. So, we'll see. You know, I, I, I think Kimbrell's going to watch up somewhere. The Keigel thing's weird, too. Like, Keigel is, is clearly good enough to be a starter somewhere. Oh, I absolutely. The, I think the Twins makes a lot of sense, too, right? Trying sure. to make some noise this year. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. More starting pitching. I, but I think he wants... I, I, to have Kyle I think he just wants too much money. Still. Yeah. Remember, there was a rumor that he turned down a pretty substantial deal from the Astros last year. I think they offered him like 5 for 75 or something like that. There's also a rumor that, that he made a massive mistake turning down a big deal from the Astros. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is, you know, when we were talking... We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The agents have not been doing a great job. No. What happened with Mike Moustakis? Well, that's the what... The last couple of years, he hasn't, you know... He mm-hmm. hasn't done great. Well, that's why agency. all these guys are now signing extensions. That's why you're seeing yeah, all these extensions. extensions. Yeah, Chris Sale about to get a monster one. Paul Schmidt yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's one yesterday. You see even some of these younger players. Eloy Jimenez gets an extension. Mm-hmm. Supposedly Verlander and Cole, I think they're, they're talking. They're, they're to talking. The as well. It makes sense. Nobody wants to go to free agency. I would no. like it if Garrett I'm sure you would, Frank. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Let's get him in pinstripes. <laughs> Oh, that would be originally amazing. drafted by the New York Yankees. Yes, he was. I remember amazing. that. That was one of the first years I was following the draft. Gary Cole got drafted, and he never signed. <laughs> I, I got a question, guys. Sure. Speaking of closers, the Philly situation. Okay? Dave Robertson, right now getting drafted as the closer. Yeah, I don't Way get, before Sir Anthony Domingo. I don't, now, get, I don't that. get that either. I don't get Sir it. Anthony Domingo is way better at this point, I think. I don't know about I that. I think he no, should be no, the closer. I don't know if I agree with that. But I don't know, and it's, been, it's Gabe Kapler. And I just don't know that they're going to have a set closer. Right. I really don't. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to try. They're not going to. 
It's just going to go back and forth. I mean, Whoever's fresh. He said it last year, and why would he go away from what he did last year? I agree with you. So, but the question is, should there be this much of, of a, a discrepancy? discrepancy? Exactly. David Robertson. That's the real question. David yeah. Robertson is going at pick 167 over the past two days in the NFL. While Sir Anthony Dominguez is going 220. Exactly. I'm always ta- I'm taking Dominguez every picks. time. Yeah. 60 picks difference, Greg. Mm-hmm. Who'd you rather have? Dominguez at the value, or do you think... Dominguez the value. Dominguez the value. It's not, even, it's not even a question. While, while yep. they might split it, David Robertson might get, let's say, sure. 60-40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, no question, it's Dominguez at yeah. that value. Like, Robertson, where he's being drafted, he's being drafted as a bona fide closer. He's not that. No. Absolutely not. No. So that's why you give me Dominguez all those picks later, no question. Other, other names. Tons of potential in Dominguez. David Robertson. On the Phillies. Jordan Hicks, David Robertson, or Jordan Hicks? Jordan Hicks. You don't know if he's going to be the closer yet either. I stand by Alex Reyes going to wind up the closer there. I've said that. David so? Robertson or Will Smith? I don't know who the closer is in San Francisco either. Neither. I think there's a good chance Will Smith is traded too. That's a really tough one. Yeah. Uh, That's a really tough one. Because I could easily see them giving the contract trying to get Melanson to do it again. Melanson, right? For the past two days. He's right there. Yeah. Because of what people saw in Japan. Strickland? Guess where Hunter Strickland is being traded? He moved up the board significantly. Yeah. It's not just significant. Well, it is. He moves up 100. That, that's significantly. Yeah. That's crazy. It's not just significant. It's very significant. Of course it is. People saw it. But like, what you, what that's one of those things in Japan. Where is he going? 151. Enter, what do you got? No clue. 160. That's pretty close. He's, ahead, he's ahead of David Robertson. As he should be. Yeah. Yes. He's the closer. I agree with that. Seattle. All right, let's do a, uh, let's do a lottery next. Yeah. Staff league. It'll be fun. Have some fun. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. College basketball has reached the climax of the 2019 season, and the Fantasy Sports Network has you covered for all the news and betting information for the conference tournaments leading up to the big dance. Get the latest wagering and prop bet advice every day from FNTSY's top experts and analysts as they prepare you with the best advice in bracketology. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio app in iTunes and Google Play and watch select programming in the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your home for winning big in the month of madness. Rainness! Make it rain. We both won the same bet, same score, different teams, folks. And the reason you can do that is I won with Purdue because I shopped the number and found it at a place that I was happy with. And Dane jumped all over it at a high in number. He won taking Old Dominion. I win taking uh, Purdue. And that is why it is so damn important to get the number. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. Your story. Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. North Dakota State was great. We talked to the guy, the coach, nice guy, but they're probably going to lose by 40. So don't be turned off or afraid to go, all right, I'll lay the 25. I don't know, Joe. Coaches to join us are 1-0 against the spread this week. We'll see how Buddy does with North We're Dakota State. We're going to every coach from now on, exactly, because I had to take Bradley because I asked him if he was going to cover it. I would have killed myself if they actually won that game and I didn't play it. That's one of those, I knew it. Ah, you get sucked <laughs> in. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Boy, see, yeah. 
It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Looking forward to the weekend party. Looking forward to the weekend final segment of the program of the week here on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. And once you're done drafting your season-long fantasy baseball teams and the Major League Baseball season is in full swing, it's time to swing with the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. They're looking to make someone their eighth millionaire winner. And if you're playing MLB DFS on DraftKings or FanDuel and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Save 10% off on winning MLB DFS advice with an early bird special using the promo code FNTSY, where you'll get a lot of alerts, weather updates, fantasy projections, and millionaire creating lineup optimizers. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% off. Early bird discount today, DailyRoto.com. The promo code is FNTSY. All right. We said it earlier in the week. We're doing a staff league downstairs. Uh, 50 bucks a pop. Uh, let's bring Steven. He's the commissioner. We forced him to be the commissioner. He's like, hey, let's do a staff league. We say, hey, you want to run it? Sounds great. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm, uh, I'm the commissioner. So uh, Steve, <laughs> is, Steve is here. And we also, the three of us earlier this week, we looked at the rules that Steve set up. Uh, they were not appropriate or accurate in any way. So we, we fixed those up. Um, so Steve, grab the mic from, from the ground so you can, you can respond to me. Um, <laughs> You can't just you can't just kill the guy and not let him. Defend him. That's why I'm asking. Oh, I'm here. I'm here yeah, to yeah, defend right. my own. And I'm going to write these down. So did we change? Did you change the categories? Yes, the categories are all set. All right, so the categories are all set. So let me look at this here. I'll be the judge of that. All right, let me look at this. I have to. I haven't, right, I, runs, I, I haven't runs, changed my team name. RBIs, yet. stolen bases, batting average, and OPS. Oh, that's good. Sixth offensive category. Good. And then we got wins, K's, ERA, WHIP, quality start, save plus hold. Steve, excellent job. Let's go. Excellent job. Six by six, head to head categories. You're welcome. Thank you very much. So now it's most of our staff that wanted to participate. Fifty bucks a pop, like we said. A couple of listeners are in there as well. Now for this lottery, do we want to go twelve to one or one to twelve? As we pick it out. That's twelve. One to twelve. You want to go? Yeah. First overall. Uh, first overall picks the first duck out. Ooh, actually, I think I... I'm asking. Do you want to go, the first duck out is pick 12, or the first duck out is pick 1? Well, 14 would be the first. I'm sorry, 14. Yeah, sorry. Um, either one. I, I like going backwards, too. That's I, I'll take backwards. You want to go backwards? Well, I start with 14. Start with 14. Whoever pulls out first is 14. I got this all ready, right? Venture's got it ready. I want Steve to pick. He's the commissioner. He set this whole thing up. He's going to pick the first one out. Uh, close, right. don't look. I don't, you, can't, you can't look when you do this. You got yes. to look, look right. All right, here we go. With the number 14 pick in the pit draft, who is it? Sean. It's Sean. Sean, the producer. You are number 14. You know what's funny? He was going to pay an extra 50 bucks just to have the the first pick. He was doing some colluding with (laughs) uh, with Steve. And now he gets gets the last pick. If we we would have went 1 to 14, he would have got first pick, but he didn't. Should have offered more money. All right, Steve. For the 13th pick in the 2019 pit draft, it goes to... Yang. Yang! Yang! Good Yang. luck, Yang. Yang's actually responsible for the league. It was his idea initially. Uh, but you're the commissioner. So now it's your responsibility. Yes, but. <laughs> so let's pick Give 13. Give credit where credit is due. Pick 13. Olden. And I feel like Who's the, Yang? one name tag already fell off. All right, that's okay. Oh, no. Take the, if, take you take, if you take that duck, we'll find the name tag. Oh. Right. Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett gets Mike pick Blewett. 13. No, pick 12. Pick 12, sorry. Mike Blewett gets pick 12. Mike Blewett was in earlier today filming some videos. Oh, was he? Well, yeah. he's not a winner. 
<laughs> Unless maybe he wants to, maybe he wants to pick from there. He might like Who knows, it. Maybe. Who knows? All right. And we have a empty duck. Empty duck. All right. The, so the paper there's, there's an empty paper in there. The empty duck. Just you can stick your hand in. You can look at it. it doesn't matter. You're gonna shake it up anyway. There's a paper in there. I see it. It is who? Our listener Jake that won the last spot. Jake got the last spot, and he's now pick eleven. You know, Jake. His name was Jake. That's what the email said. All right. Jake, All right. the fan. It could Jake. be wrong. Good job, Jake. Pick eleven. Eleven, Jake. Go. All right. Pick ten. It's me and my co-manager Stan. We are ten. Who's Steven Stan? Steven Stan. Who's Stan? Stan. Who's Stan? Who's Stan? Stan is going to help me pick the draft. We don't know who Stan is. One, my, one of my favorite bits from wrestling was uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I just kicked Stan. Oh, that's so stupid. Great bit. <laughs> All right. Inside the top ten now. Next pick is inside the top ten, and it is. Greg. It is me, number nine. Greggy. <laughs> How are right. you doing? Number like nine. nine. I feel good. I'm happy oh, to pick nine. I want to be in the middle, so I'm happy to pick nine. Okay. Uh, not upset if I pick nine. Frank is still on the board. A lot board. of good names can fall. So is Ventra. Ventra's still on the still board. Still on the board. Number not eight. anymore. Chris Ventra Chris is Ventra. Eight. number eight. Oh. Chris and I going back to back here. Wow. Oh, we're going back. That's going to be crazy. I don't mind that because Chris and I have very different styles drafting. That's true. Very true. Very true. So I'm between both of you guys. Are you ready to see Josh Bell going in the first round? You don't have to worry about Herman Marquez because you know Ventra's going to There you go. It worked out great. Number seven. Joe. Joe Galina. Yep. Joe Galina. Jesus. The Fantasy Jesus is Holy number Trinity. seven. Wow. Joe Galina. Fantasy Jesus is number seven. We get to pick number six. Frank Stample's still on the board. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> wow. Every time he says that. <laughs> pick number six. Now all the players you want. You want to trade picks? Frank's upset about this. <laughs> Wait, pick, what number am I? I'm, you're at six. I'm at nine. Six. LOL. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, that's a Scott Angle glass. Rest of the announcer. Yeah, same. All right, top five. Is it all the top, is it top, top five now. Top five. Dane. Number five Dane is Spittin' Speed. Speeds, Dane Martinez. Nice. So still in here. Next to the mouse Still in here. We have Team Alex slash Martino. Oh, yeah. We have, who else is in there? Pavona, right? Pavona, yeah. Pavona's in there. Constantine. Constantine. Pavona's no longer in there. Pavona's number four. Greg, he needs to stop calling out people. So top three, we got Alex and Martino. We got Constantine. someone else. And we got Keith Irizarry. Yes. Keith. Keith Top Rizari. three in there. Call the shots, by the way. Goes live on video tonight. Keith Rizari still in there. Is he? It's Constantine. Constantine, Constantine. Number, number three. Which means Martino and Alex or Keith, Keith Rizari will have the first pick overall. Here we go. go. Here we go. I hope Martino gets With the number two pick. pick. Keith. He goes to Keith. The number one overall pick is Alex and, and Martino. Martino. All right. Wow. Our video producer isn't even downstairs to celebrate. Alex He's going, going to out pick and got lunch. <laughs> he's right now. Well, he so got he the first pick. He deserves Someone it. Someone text him. He, he earned, earned it. Overall. He earned we'll it. see it when he comes back. There, there you go. He gets Mike Trout. Wow. There it is. Where's Alex and Martino. You just got Mookie Betts. Wow. He's got Trout. The draft is at what time, Steve? 8 o'clock Sunday. 8 o'clock Sunday night. Who is Stan? Stan is my co-manager. Well, we don't know Stan. No, yeah. no. I don't know Constantine. He's a ringer. Constantine's a li uh, listener. And okay. a Patreon subscriber. He's a ringer. Actually. He's a ringer, really? Yeah. yeah. He's an expert. Why? Well, you need an expert. You, you can't well, do it by yourself. Yeah. I actually have a shoot on Sunday, which ends really, really close to the draft. So he might start it for me, and then we'll continue it together. Okay. So this is a busy weekend. Busy weekend <laughs> shoots. You have shoots oh, all oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, You're very busy, busy this weekend. I don't think your friend's fiancés are watching, but... You seem okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I recommend so Steve did such a good job for my engagement. I recommend I recommend him to everybody. 
I thought he was awesome. Help him so make money. Yeah. So Help now Greg, money. Ha- Greg has two friends that are getting engaged back to back days. Tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. And Steve is shooting their engagements. We've got about four hours till one of them. Yeah, yeah. So Five Steve has to get his work wow. done very quickly. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got work to do. Let's, uh, Summer Fridays. We got to get out of here early. Oh, we're doing Summer Fridays for yeah. sure today. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm so looking forward. Um, These are friends that don't care about March Madness, clearly, also. One of them really does, too. I asked him, like, are you nervous? He's like, I'm more nervous for Buffalo. Like, all right. Oh, he, sh- oh, he should be. <laughs> More nervous for Buffalo. He goes, uh, I, 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 he's, he's a sick, you know, gosh. He's a sick human being, this kid. Um, <laughs> he's a sick human being, this kid. He's my friend. That loves Buffalo? Well, he, Buffalo he, Bulls? He's got a Buffalo tonight. Oh, okay, okay. Money hmm. on it. So someone asked me uh, in the chat earlier, can you talk about your Cole pick in the second? Seems early. I took Garrett Cole last night in the second it's round. It's not early. That's what I think. It's where he goes. Where in the second? Well, I had the uh, I had the third pick overall, fourth pick overall, I believe. So it came all the way back. Yeah, so right, league. no, yeah, it's a but ten. It's, that's fine though. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, I had the third pick, and I so I got him with the eighth pick of the second round. Uh, you know, the pitches before him were Justin Verlander, Chris Sale. You know, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, yeah. don't, oh I have, man, I have, Ventura. I have Derek Cole right higher than Verlander. Ventura, yeah. I know who I want I the, so. with ninth overall. I hope you don't take him. <laughs> I think I know who you're thinking of, and I Say think I'm going to take him, Ronald Acuna. Uh, no, it wasn't what I think. I'd be pumped to get Acuna. Ninth overall? Maybe. I would take him at eight overall. Should... I'll tell you that right now. Right now you know you're not getting Frank's him. Frank's a big fan of him, too. But it's head-to-head, so things change a little bit. This is interesting. Yeah. I know who I want. Oh, head-to-head's yeah. awesome. It's best. On a weekly basis, you can... Love it. I love it. I know who I want. I, mean, I think maybe get him, too. I'm not going to say it out loud, though. Because you guys all. I already said mine, Ella. That's not fair. Well, you picked yeah. before me. <laughs> I know, but all the people... Well, that I picked before you. Everybody picks so before now, me. I yeah. want Ronnie Acuna. Well, Alex Colomain. You ain't going to take closer. him at six. Yes, that's actually big news. We spoke about it during the break. Uh, I actually will be updating my relief pitcher rankings. Inside the Patreon. Inside the Patreon. It's available uh, right now. Subscribe to Frankie's Patreon. Last weekend of Fantasy Drafts, you need all the up-to-date... Up-to-date info, including Frank's updated rankings, which he says he's going to do. So make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to spend uh, spend the rest of today updating the positional rankings. I'm updating those on the site. Uh, I'm going to update the closer tracker as well. I made this little, like, draft thing. It's all colorful based on yeah, get that up teams. Before Sunday, please. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I got to do it for myself, too. To yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to you know what you're going in with. Yeah. Hunter <laughs> Strickland climbing all the way up the board. Alex Colomay now confirmed as the closer. What we expected to happen, but, I mean, it's a little bit... It's a little bit more helpful, Greg, now that we know for sure he's been named the closer. So, Alex Colomay, another one. Wait, so, sure. yeah, so the question becomes, would you guys rather have Alex Colomay or Hunter Strickland? I moved them up back to back. I have Strickland 15 and Colomay 16. Yeah, I'd rather have Strickland. I think, I think they're in the same boat. I think, I'd rather I think the White Sox might actually be a better team this year than... Oh. So, so, so I don't disagree with that. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather have Strickland because if Colomay falters... Herrera's there. Right. If Strickland falters, there ain't anybody there. Yeah. Security. They'll find someone if he's that bad. I know, yes, of course. But, like, Colomay, for all we know, the first time he falters, it could be Herrera. You know what I mean? We, I don't, we don't know how long yeah, the leash is. No, That's I mean, all. I think... Actually, I have a closer question for I think you. The, I, mean, I think I, the leash will be... I have a, a reliever question for you. Sure. Uh, what do you think about uh, Arvino this year? Arvino? I like him as a reliever to help not stabilize the relevant. ratios and give you yeah. strikeouts. Well, we're, we're playing in a, rough in a holds league. Yeah, so holds. Yeah, that makes sense, oh, right? Oh, it's right. Our so league just, is saves and holds. So that's kind of why. And I think a lot of leagues actually are in recent you know, years are trying to switch over. Do you know what matters in saves and holds? David Robertson and Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yes. So yes. In, in a league like this, Andrew you just Miller. draft the best talent. 
wise, right? When it comes to the bullpen relief pitchers, because I mean the the holds leaders are going to give you you know thirty to thirty five. Yeah, the top holds leaders. Well, Britain's going to be the get the holds. Ottavino's going to Britain's going to get the holds. Ottavino's going to have a great ERA, great whip. They both will. Why not? I guess. But But I would think that right. So now Britain steps up to the eight roll, and I would think Ottavino seven roll. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. I would say so too. He's going to get a lot of holds. So Britain's a guy to jump in on. I would jump in on him before Ottavino. The value would you rather have? Rather pay up a little bit more for Britain or take Odovino a bit later? Ah, yeah, I'll just take the value. I'll take whoever yeah. goes last of that. Okay. And I think Ottavino actually helps you more for fantasy purposes. He can give you more strikeouts. Britain's very good. Could have an elite ERA, elite whip. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't strike out nearly as many batters as Ottavino. Ottavino, yeah. I think this is where leagues should start to trend more. Yes. Saves plus holds. Because again, when we did the relief pitcher preview. What I said was in a saves plus hold league, at that point, you're just drafting the best talent. Right? right. And that's how it should be. Like, we shouldn't have to draft Cody Allen because he might give us 30 saves. Right. Or Wade Davis. With a 4.5 ERA. Over Josh Hader. Over right. Josh Hader. Right. Who, you know. And that's the problem. Like, half the, the team. Setup, well, not half the. I'd say about 30 teams in the league don't know who their closer is. You got two or three closers trying to figure it out. And you almost don't want to draft any of them if you're in a saves league. If you're in a saves and holds, you'll draft both There's of them. Three players a team that should be rosterable at, that you just can't hold on a team because they're not giving you anything. Right. Like a guy that's going to give you one inning and two strikeouts is worthless. If yeah, hold has no value. Right, you're right. It should go in that direction. Over five last year, but he was consistently rostered because he gave people close to thirty saves. Yeah, I drafted him last night in the last round. Vensky, Vensky, another one. You know who who's really Andrew Miller, in this league? Ryan Presley. Sure, set up man absolutely, mm-hmm. and he was nasty down the stretch for them. So. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. There you go, guys. Study up. Study up on your setup, man, over the weekend. Find out just who Seriously. the best relievers are. We're basically. waiting for your, and this is, for your list, man. Come on. You and you're right, up. Frank. And, and you know what I actually do on the closer tracker is I, I track the, obviously, the guys who I expect for the ninth inning, but also I put the, the next man up. Yeah. The setup relievers as well. I do that as well. I have that hopefully done by tonight. You, I need you, it for um, myself, too. You're right about that, too. It should go in that direction. Saves hold should be a standard thing, eventually. It should be a standard yeah, thing. Then we don't have to worry about taking Edwin Diaz in the fourth round. I never do. I mean, I have the, I some people do. But would you not rather have the fifth best reliever than the third worst closer? Which you might want to roster in a... Sure. Yeah. I draft Shane Green everywhere, man. I drafted <laughs> him the other day in GST. I drafted him everywhere, man. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. kidding. Yeah, but it's going to take, take a long time for it to become an industry standard. I mean, usually these things take take a while. Wait, so in my opinion, it's similar to fantasy football with the Wait, superflex. Half PPR yeah. should, to me should be the standard. Yes. Half PPR, totally agree. Because full PPR is you're overvaluing totally wide receivers agree. and pass catching running backs who might not have that much value for an actual football team. You're overvaluing them too much for fantasy. Full PPR was made because. Wide receivers did not have enough value in the 90s. Compared to running backs. And in the early yeah. 2000s, when running backs were dominating fantasy. When, mm-hmm. like, the entire first round was running back. They needed to create PPR to make wide receivers better. Now, the spectrum has gone the complete other way. Wide receivers are really, really good again. Why can't we just make it half PPR? And I know this is cool, a point that Jake always made about PPR. Is Should you really get a point if you catch a screen pass and you lose, lose yards? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, should, like you know... A screen pass for negative five yards. Should you gain a fantasy point for that? Half a point. <laughs> yeah. At least half a point. It makes sense. Out. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I feel like PP, full PPR just gives too much value. So I would love to see half PPR become the industry standard and saves plus holds become the standard rather than just. 
Yes. I think so, too. I think it makes a lot of sense because, quite frankly, you're rewarding the best relievers. Like, the, the guys that are best at their jobs. Now we could get excited are, to draft Dominguez. 100%. Ryan, Ryan Presley, who you mentioned. Like, these guys are very valuable to their teams. And it's an arbitrary save category, kind of like an arbitrary win category. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Right. Also, it's almost like it's true. Almost like kickers. In a way, yes. In a weird way, yeah. In a weird way, yes. You just want the guy that's going to have the most. Throwing a dart. And you want the guys going to throw a dart the most times. Well, I mean, you got more research to on, on closers. You got more that yes, you could but, project. But the volat- That's true, The too. volatility from year to year trying to pro- the same. project saves because, all right, last year, for example, Edwin Diaz had 57 saves. <laughs> the chances of him having over 50 again are zero. minimal. Minimal. Zero. Well, on the Extremely Mets. minimal. And you know what? The chances of him even leading the league in saves are not great. Yes, you're right. Because, I mean, saves, they could fluctuate from year to year. Yes. It's very hard to The play. worst team in the league could have it's the most the save factors that go into just, getting a save. Yeah. It's, it's not, you need them. A certain amount of runs, a certain amount of innings pitched. Yeah. It's not just you coming out there and pitching an inning. Yeah, like, there's a bridge to you and everything. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. Uh, listen, uh, I agree. This is where it should go. It's got to be saves, holds. Saves plus holds. Venture, I feel like you're not a big March Madness guy. No. You think you would be? Well, Why? I don't know, because you're in like the World Cup and you're kind of you're into betting on stuff. Yeah. March Madness is like the, the king of all that. I watch it, you know. I just don't know enough. Sure. I feel like that's a lot of research that I would have to add to my repertoire. You couldn't sleep. A lot no of research. Sleep. You wouldn't be able to play. Because I don't like sport, to right? know yeah. half of something. I want to know all of it. You know what I mean? That's what makes the best part. Right. We all become experts in three days. <laughs> that's, that's the best part about it. It would take you forever. Though. If I ordered my Belmont Bruins. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Terps and LSU tomorrow at 1210. It's going to be awesome. For Venture, for Steve, for Frank, I want to thank Nick Pollock from Pitcher List for joining us. I want to thank Bavona, Sean, Alex, Natalie, and everybody downstairs. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. We hope.